0: I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997. The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on
1: Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John. Very happy to be here.
0: My brother, Junior, what's the deal? What's up, baby? Yo, man, excited. Now we're done with game four. Series is tied up. It's just getting juicy now. Uh-oh, it's getting serious.
2: Hey, my two boy over now. there in the six. What's going on, Jay? Hizzle?
1: What's good? What's good? That was, that was a game, man. Uh, It's tied up 2-2. So now it's a series. Let's go. Let's go. A lot to unwrap in this game too, man. What a game. What a game.
2: Man, what a crazy game for you guys. Uh, Let's just, let's go ahead and waste no time and unwrap this. Just want to, just want to give a shout out to anyone that is in this, this Spotify groom. We do got a Spotify groom rocking right now. It's going live. Uh, so if any of you guys, you know, are able to get on Spotify Groom, make sure to go follow us. It's at, at Clutch Talk. So get, get at us on there. And, you know, if you're going to get at us on the socials, get at us on Twitter. Get at us on uh, on TikTok. get to get at us on Instagram. It's at Clutch Talk 1. Make sure to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a ranking. But if that's out the way, my boys, my guys, can we get into this game? You guys want to talk about this?
0: Yes, sir, but make sure to plug the MySpace page too. Oh no, we ain't got a MySpace. got got a MySpace? We gotta get a MySpace. It's not 06.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So guys, we had we just witnessed this crazy game for the Bucks just won 109-103 on Chris Middleton's. High 40 points, six rebounds, four assists on 45% from the field and 37% from three. Wow, that boy Chris out there doing some work, man. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Bucs and Chris in a little bit, man. I first want to focus on uh the team who really let everyone everyone down, you know. I mean, really me, you know, because I had the Suns winning this game. I know you guys both had the Bucks uh pulling out pulling out this game for. But but really me, you know, they let me down and I, I bet a bunch of the, a bunch of fans over there in Arizona, man. So let's let's talk about the Suns. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off and talk about, you know, my initial game takeaways is, man, I'm just going to go ahead and just talk about this is just ugly basketball, man. That was just ugly team basketball. And it, 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 it was just. It was a performance from Chris Paul that is very rare. We'll we'll, we'll rarely see, uh, you know, such a great v- leader, veteran point guard like Chris Paul, almost have as many turnovers as 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 he did points. You know, I, uh, at halftime, the he had more turnovers than he did points, which is which to me is ridiculous. You know, if you're gonna be a leader of the team. You know, if the head of the snake is unhealthy, the body of the snake is going to follow, man. So, you know, that 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 really hurt the team. But that was just my initial takeaways. Junior, you want to go ahead and, uh, and, uh, and let us know your initial takeaways or your initial thoughts
0: on uh, on the Suns? I On the Suns? On the they Suns. shouldn't have been that close in the game. Devin Booker should have been out of the game with four minutes to go. Like, this game shouldn't have been as close as, as it was. But yeah, I mean, you hit the points. Chris Paul, I mean, too many turnovers, especially a very, very crucial one at the end where he slipped and uh, and Giannis got the ball. Giannis or Drew Hall, they don't remember right now. But when he slipped right at the end of the game, like it's 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 tough, you know. And then you see them, you see them in the third quarter. They were actually doing pretty well, and you know, getting second chance points. But in the fourth quarter, they turned off. D-Book picked up his fifth foul with ten minutes to go. He had to sit until the five minute mark, and then he. Should have picked up a six with four minutes to go, but somehow was able to stay in the game. Uh but yeah, I mean it shouldn't even have been that close because the Bucs exploited the whole put a team put a put a star player in foul trouble. They did it with DeAndre and last time. I did it with D Book. So, I mean, I'm starting to get into the Bucs now. But as far as the Suns, I mean, it just again, shouldn't have been that close. D Book kept them in there. And aside from that, I mean, it was it was no contest. I mean, he he himself put up a forty ball. So it was just it was, and it's funny because we talked about that last time. Remember, we were saying I think he will give you forty before he gives you ten again. And the next game he gives you forty, right? So, so I, I genuinely, I just genuinely think that the Suns are 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 were, I'm not going to say lucky, but they were fortunate to stay in the game for as long as they did because I think that thing was over in the fourth.
2: Man, man, Jay Hill, initial uh, game takeaway thoughts on on these uh, Phoenix Suns, man,
1: man, you. It's like it's it's you hate hate to ever see a game get affected by officials, the game, the outcome of a game and and keeping a t- one team in it and one team getting all the calls and the other team getting no calls. And that's unfortunately what we saw tonight. I think there was a lot of calls that went in favor of the Suns. I'm not saying that's what kept, that's what made it a close game. But, you know, there's some calls for both teams, but the Suns got a lot. And I think that kept them in the game. Uh, most of the way I, I didn't think they deserve to be in the game a great game as John you mentioned from Booker as we expected you know superstars bounce back never want to have two games in a row and that's what we saw and from Chris Paul I mean that's an unforgivable game uh, he's waited for this this moment uh, his whole career 16 years and to have a performance like that when they need a big performance out of their one two or third option however you want to label it but they can't have that performance, a minus 10 performance. So he was, he was terrible on the floor for them. Having a minus 10 overall is, is just unacceptable from a guy like him. And it just trickled all the way down. Um, Jay Crowder's best, you know, what he does the best. He was three for 10 from the field, but I'm like, man, that dude can draw some fouls. I don't know what he is. Yeah. He raised his body oh, on the line uh, and kept them in the game, uh, at uh, down the stretch as we saw in the second half. So, um, it's unfortunate, but I mean, the Suns did not deserve to win that game, and as simple as that. Ayton was great on the glass tonight. Uh, that's one guy I'll shout out. But other than that, they did not deserve that win. A great showing from Campaign, though. Or sorry, uh, Cam Johnson tonight.
2: So Jay Hill, let, let let me just ask you because you know last episode you were a bit on your uh, prisoner of the moment type thing, man. You just make sure you don't you're not you're not switching up here on me, right? You don't got Bucks winning the series. You still got Suns.
1: No, I, I, I still got the Suns. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be in seven now. Uh but I have I have stranged up who I think is the best player in this series and, and we'll get into that when you say it's Bucks time.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, yeah. Hey bro we gotta give we gotta give a quick shout out to um to Jay Crowder because if the Suns win this, he's gonna walk out of this with a ring and an Oscar. Like, man, that's 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 <laughs> only only <laughs> I mean, I think only Kobe's got an Oscar now. Yeah, he's, he's only going to match the GOAT, man. He's only going to match the GOAT, Kobe, man. <laughs> man, Jay Crowder was embarrassing. Go, he's, he's starting to get into that, that Pat Beverly realm of player. Like, man, you just don't like that guy, you know? But, uh, I mean, I mean, like, like Jay Hill said, Sun's got a bunch of calls. But at the end, boys, ball don't lie. Bucks win the game and
2: bought on live baby so guys let me um l- l- let me let me ask you something that you know I know I noticed in the game um of course uh Chris Paul was def was definitely struggling you know we all touched on on the fact that you know he had five turnovers eight points uh Jay Hill uh talked about the bad the the bad plus minus that 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 Chris Paul had so you know I noticed that you know a lot of times Monty williams um Kind of understood Chris Paul was struggling, so he had he he had uh, campaign out there uh, for a lot longer than I feel that campaign should be out in the NBA Finals Game Four uh, personally. So. I I I understand what campaigns bring on the offense end, but he gives up a lot on 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 the defensive end. He's he's a real defensive liability. You know when you watch the Bucks set up their the their half court offense, it always seems to be centered around getting the switch and somehow getting campaign in low post or somehow getting really anybody on the court on campaign is on the Bucks team is going to be bigger than um, anybody on the Bucks team is going to be bigger than campaign from anywhere from anyone from Jew holiday to, to Brooke Lopez. So it really seems that they're making campaign a, a real defensive liability. So let me ask you guys, like what, for what he brings on the offensive end, like he, he definitely brings a lot, but does he really bring enough to where it outweighs what he, what he gives, what he exposes your team on,
0: on the defensive end? Does that, does that question make sense to you guys? It makes sense, yeah. And I think the answer is it depends because he's an inconsistent player. Well, sometimes he'll have some great showings, and yeah, his positives definitely outweighs his negative. But then there's sometimes uh, where that's not the case, and he'll he'll be bad on offense and on defense, and then you just that becomes an unplayable situation. I mean, I think every player has got that kind of player. Uh, Every sorry, every team's got that kind of player. Like I noticed at least speaking from experience, like Kuz was that guy. Like sometimes you give you a great offense, he was never great on defense. But sometimes would give you a good offensive output and it would outweigh that sometimes it'd be horrible on offense, you know, and I think it's the same thing with campaign He's that level of player that that, you know, it's just there are some liabilities that come with him and there are some 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 strings attached and you just kind of if you're, you know, if he's on your team, you kind of got to hope that he just is having an on night instead of an off night. Otherwise, he, you can't even have him on for defensive purposes, you know. So so when you with you answering that question, let me ask you, uh,
2: let's just talk about the game that he had. He had he he, he had nine points, one rebound, one assist on on 57, 57 percent from the field to you. Is that is, is that where, OK, campaign, you're making it, it to me where I'm, I'm I want to it's worth having you on the court. I want to have you it's on worth the court.
0: having him on barely. Right. Like 57 percent is pretty great. But nine points is also not saving anybody's game. Right. So, so I think that it's worth having him. Like, I think I'm going to say he's a neutral to maybe a net positive slightly, but he's not a difference maker. Is that, that, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Jay Hill, how are you feeling about this campaign issue?
1: Yeah. To answer this question, it's simple. Uh, and it's been the theme of this series so far. A star is a star for a reason and a role player is a role player mm-hmm, for a reason. Bingo. So the theme that we've seen so far is role players are performing at home and a and, away players, role players are not. And stars, you can expect them night in and night out to perform consistently. And role players, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's exactly what we're seeing with campaign right now. Uh, he's like Junior said, he's streaky. Uh, he, you expect big nights from him at home. I think he feeds off the energy of the crowd, but just on a night-to-night basis, uh, he create. he's a mismatch, especially on the road. If he's not giving you a lot defensively, he is a huge liability. So I think on the road, that's why we're seeing the minutes. I mean, they they only played, if I'm not mistaken, three players off the bench uh, and Tory Craig only played 15 minutes. So then campaign was 17 and the rest was basically Cam Johnson in there as the sixth man. So that rotation is going to get smaller and smaller. And we're going to see that possibly with campaign, they're only going to be playing really six players in a game. So I think they have to Definitely, like Junior said, cut down on the minutes of campaign, especially on the road.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely. I just I, I'm just wanted to pick you guys brain on that and uh, see see what you guys are thinking. So I, I, I just want to talk about one more. Uh, me personally, if you guys have anything anything else uh, as on, like on the negative end that you saw from from the Suns you guys you know feel free to uh let me know you know just go ahead and shout it out but as far as me this is the only other thing only other negative thing on the Suns I want to touch with you guys is is this is something that you know all of us has really been saying and a point that you know junior you really drove home uh, in the last pod and that we've all really been driving home since the beginning of the finals man is deandre aiden is in and going to work you know in the first in, in the first quarter the sons were really going to deandre aiden it, it looked like they were gonna feed him early man he, you know he got he got he got off to an early start he uh got off got five shots in the took five shots in the first quarter made three of them and 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 you know he had a, he had a, a little a little high streak a streak going. They kept feeding them off that uh, off the pick and roll. But as soon as the first quarter ended and the second quarter came up, they immediately stopped doing that. For the rest of the game, he only got two more shots and ended up with six points. Um, I think that's a huge problem. We've been emphasizing on this pod over and over and over that. the the, deandre aiden can be the difference maker if he makes bud make the decision okay if you're gonna keep brook out here i'm 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 attacking him and and my guys are gonna have him on island killing him out there or if you bring pj it's over for him it's even though pj was horrendous tonight but we'll get to that um deandre aiden has to make bud made that make that decision uh, hi. I know you guys uh, agreed, but is there anything you guys want to add to that? Um, and is there anything else you guys want to talk about with the Suns, you know, that, that they did negatively?
0: Well, just to kind of go on what you were saying there really quick, it's not necessarily about the Suns, but about the Bucks in the sense that, but about regarding DeAndre Aiden, both games that the Bucks won, DeAndre Aiden was neutralized. Now, I thought he was going to be neutralized via foul trouble, and that's what happened in game three In game four. He was neutralized just by not playing well, <laughs> but, via himself. But, yeah, himself. Yeah. But, but you notice like the key to them winning is exactly that is, is being able to neutralize one of, you know, DeAndre and Devin Booker. I mean, it's a lot harder to neutralize Devin Booker because you can get a shot from anywhere. But if you can at least do a good job on DeAndre, Ayton, you, you 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 take care of one of the areas that the Suns otherwise have an advantage in, which is, which is, you know, playing the big man. So I think that was a good job you know, of just keeping him neutralized, you know, as much as that might have been himself, you know, that's also I, I got to give Bud some credit. For being able to keep DeAndre down, you know what I mean.
2: Definitely, definitely. Jay Hill, how, how you feeling about this uh, about this Aiden issue, man? Is he not playing aggressively enough, or what? What do you want to see from Aiden, man?
1: First of all, I got a Mike Budenholzer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just just game plan. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously DeAndre Aiden's on the floor, uh, but Mike Monty Williams. And Budenholzer, I think it was it was a chess match, or sorry, a chess, game of uh, chess tonight. So, just for, in terms of DeAndre Ayton and Brooke Lopez, we only saw 19 minutes from Brooke Lopez. They, they played small for a majority of the game. And that made things, that made life, eat, uh, sorry, harder on DeAndre Ayton tonight. And he struggled. I think scoring on a dog like PJ Tucker, we saw late in the game, uh, he had a hook. And I think that intensity, uh, from from PJ Tucker and, and not knowing what guard might have been switched onto him at certain possessions um, for Aiton caused a little confusion uh, and some uncertainty. Uh, besides, when he's rolling to the floor against uh, sorry, rolling to the basket when Brooke Lopez is on the floor, he knows he he's kind of can see it before it happens. So that uncertainty uh, can cause you know the performance to dip in nine shots, like you said, like you mentioned. Is unacceptable for a guy who they rely on. and should be their third scoring threat, uh, as I said, as we mentioned earlier. So, uh, they definitely need more d- rebounding wise. Uh, he was he was good on the b- glass. Um, so, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, he, he needs to score and be more involved in the offense for in order for the Suns to be successful.
0: I mean, I saw a play where he got out rebounded by 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 Pat Connaughton. Like you should never be getting oh, out outrageous about that content, but, but but I mean he was getting out of Pat content, and man, like I know we're gonna talk about it, but that block by Giannis, golly, man, golly. Well, we'll get to it, John. Lead us to the, the bucks. The
2: the the suns definitely, you know, that de- like we've all been saying, definitely just need Aiden to to start the game aggressive, man. And, you know, in my eyes, what thing with the Suns need to do is, is get, get Aiden rolling really early. Force that threat on the Bucks of Aiden rolling downhill, and 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 put the pressure on the defense. And then as soon as that as soon as that's going, and, and and you got the defense on their heels, man, give it to D book in that midi game. Give it to Chris Paul in that midi game, and just and just kill him, kill him that way, man. But. Let's let's go ahead and move away from from from, from these negatives. You know, th- there's not many positives to, to talk about with the Suns, but there but there are a couple, and there's one that I want to talk to you guys about, and. Honestly, all day since since I've woke up. Honestly, I've just been thinking, like, please let the suns win. Please let the suns win. You know why? Because I've been like, man, I told I, I told my guys on the last pod, D book's gonna go off. I know D book's gonna go off. He's gonna kill. I wanna come on the pod. I want to say, I told y'all everybody doubted deep book <laughs> But unfortunately, I mean, he went off. He he did his thing, but you know. A, your, a loss is a loss, you know. Like like a, it, people always always talk about that those seventy points that that D look scored and then lost. I mean, to me, like I'm a winner, man. Like I don't like you could score a hundred points if you lost. Like is, is why did you score a hundred points? In, in my eyes, but. I mean, individually, you know, Deep Book had a great game. So, just because I've been wanting to say it, I'm still gonna say it. I told y'all, my guy Deep Book came out here and did his thing—a 42-point game on 60% shooting from from the field, 88% from the free throw line. Got to the free throw line nine times. My guy was aggressive. Ding, out ding, there. ding, ding, ding. My guy Got was to ag- the free throw
0: line nine times.
2: Aggressive, aggressive, Jenner. I know you definitely have something that you would. Uh, you would like to talk about generate with uh with D into the free throw line nine times so go ahead and and uh, First,
0: let us know that 42.9 should have been clipped off at 38. I'll start with that <laughs> and then no, nah, but I'm not even I'm not even hating like D book did his thing he did his thing he went out there he got his buckets but but he was in foul trouble man like like part of that is you know teams drawing foul but another thing is like you got to be responsible when you're sitting on three fouls four fouls and you see that fifth foul? He just shoved PJ Tucker out on the back the, the back sideline. PJ Tucker wasn't even going for that rebound, right? Like I wouldn't even say shoved, but like it was a foul. Like you don't 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 mess with that when you're hey. sitting on four fouls.
1: Did you see that sixth? That sixth foul. Exactly. Hey, hey the refs didn't either. Hey, the ref
0: yeah. ref didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's The refs didn't see that sixth foul. That's that's <laughs> true though. But man, he wrapped the mob on that sixth one. Like yeah. that that should have really been called, but but what's anyway, going on
2: ben just uh just j- j- just checking in you know ben here is on our, our, our spotify green room what's going on ben uh we're, we're over here talking about this uh nba finals game game four takeaways uh feel free to re- re- request to speak if you want to say anything about the game ben but go ahead Jenner. sorry to cut you off
0: no 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 we're good and i was just saying d book did his thing but wasn't enough man you could put up a thousand points if you want so if they lose they lose and that's ultimately what it comes down to especially in the finals. He's got to show up enough to for,
2: for for his team to win, but the same way that we can't put it on Giannis, we can't put it on on, on book man. You know, all those all those times that Giannis had those 42-point games and we wanted to blame him, but he, Chris Middleton didn't didn't show up those other games, so you know, that's all we can't we can't put it on D'Book. Uh absolutely I, not. One thing that I noticed, guys, that I, I, I want to talk to you guys about we you know one of the positives with the Sunset. I actually believe that the Suns had, had relatively good defense out there. Like, I believe that both teams are relatively playing 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 both uh both teams are relatively playing good defense. Um the the coming in to com, coming into the fourth the fourth quarter, it was still 82-76. So you know, like in this in today's NBA, that's really not that high scoring of a game, man. You know, the 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 fourth quarter was a lot more off, off, off offensively. Uh, so I just want I just want to talk to you guys about uh, about the Suns defense. Do you, do you how do you guys feel about the Suns defense um, on this uh, on this in this game?
1: I I think the Suns defensively uh, did pretty well until the fourth quarter. Uh, they were they were defending well uh, up until about eight minutes in the fourth quarter, and then we saw that Giannis was starting to create. And they they get forced, you know, a lot of open shots. But, I mean, Milwaukee just knocked them down. So I think that they were were playing great defensively and they were holding them um, within – I mean, they were up for most of the game. And then in the fourth quarter, we saw them collapse.
2: The last thing that I I want to talk about with, I guess – positive about uh, uh, about the Suns really is man I just I just want to shout out all you know all their role players you know Jay Hill you you, you touched on earlier you know campaign and Cam Johnson and even if even if they did not have you know their best games you know one thing that I noticed about the Suns is that they, they move so well without they move so well without the ball like it, it it's such it's such fluidity in the team it, it, it's it's so much ball movement and I, it doesn't seem like you know there's. There's many egos on this. Uh, there's many. E- there's many egos on this team, man. So, how do you guys feel about um, uh, about the Suns' role players? How do you, do you guys feel the same way, or you know, go ahead and just talk to me how you guys feel about that?
0: I mean, it's the same thing as we've been saying. It's 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 like you can perform on the road, you can perform at home, but if you don't perform on the road, you know, it's you're still getting that inconsistency. So we need they need to find some sort of role player that can actually be able to perform consistently their role in any game, any given game. But then at that point, you know, are they still a role player that did you become already a good player, perhaps, you know, a six man. So it's a little tougher, but I think it's just fine being able to find that balance of, can you have your role players show up on the road? And I actually think we will see a little bit more of the Bucks role players show up on the road, because I just think that it wasn't a matter of them being home or away so much it was a, more, of, uh, I guess, a matter of them finding their footing in the series and I think they've found that now. They strength two straight wins. They have momentum on their side. Sure, the Suns will be looking to bounce back as always, like a team wants to do when they, you know, when they lose a game, when they lose two, especially. But um, but I think now it's gonna be just a matter of them being able the Bucks being able to kind of stop that and carry their momentum and continue going forward and you know, try to stack up those wins, take advantage of the mismatches when they can, take advantage of putting their bigs in foul trouble. There has never there has not been a single important buck right we're looking at Giannis Drew or 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 Chris Middleton that's been in foul trouble in four games but it's already happened twice to the Suns and it's cost it's cost them you know a pretty good shot at the game both times so I think that they're gonna have to try to up that responsibility the Suns are and then the Bucks are as well and and I think it's just a matter of them finding their footing and I think they found it I do still have Bucks in seven I'm not gonna go as aggressive as saying Bucks in six but I had Bucks in seven I stick with that
2: Okay. All right. So as we as we wrap up here, guys, with the Suns, last question, and if you guys want to give me, any, you know, uh, if feel free to give me a, a like a long, elaborate answer, but you know, give me a couple points here, if if, if you will, as to what. Points and what the Suns really need to focus on, you know, heading into this, heading into this game five. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and and, and say mine really quick. I think that it's taking care of the ball. You know, cannot have seventeen team turnovers. Uh, Chris Paul has to take care of the ball as the team team leader and give Aiden more looks. Get Aiden going. I I promise you, if you get Aiden going, it's going to get the rest of your team going. So, Jay Hill, what are some takeaways that um, you you want the Suns to focus on and come into this game five?
1: Yeah, clearly uh, they have to focus on not fouling. Um, they can't have Devin Booker and Chris Paul already in foul trouble. And then with uh, Jay Crowder, you thought that DeAndre, because of DeAndre Ayton, they would have learned their lesson with fouls. Uh, I have the same point on the turnovers as you, John. Uh, and then uh, obviously um, from, from the three-point line, they can't shoot 30%. And I think we're going to see that change. Uh, going into going back home in, in Phoenix in game five. And that's why I have them taking it out already. Um, I know they're going to bounce back, and we're not going to see that, definitely not see that performance from Chris Paul at home. So uh, those those are the keys, and I think they can fix those up. Monty Williams is a good coach. He's a great coach. Um, I think he should have won coach of the year this year. And I think they're going to be back in, in Phoenix, ready to play and ready to bounce back in game five.
0: You know something, though, guys? Like, I was confident... The Bucs will win game four. I'm not confident the Suns will win game five despite being wow. at home.
1: Really?
0: I'm not confident. I'm not saying they won't. I'm not you saying the in seven. Yeah, I have the Bucks in seven, which means which means that which means that the Suns do need to win one more game. And either they're gonna win one game in, in Phoenix or they're gonna have to win a game in, in Milwaukee, because they're not winning game seven, according to me. So so I I, I have to genuinely think, but I don't know. Like I, I felt confident about the Bucks winning game four. I don't feel confident about the Suns winning Game Five, but I do think they're the favorites. I do think that the Suns are the favorites to win Game Five, but I'm not like, oh, they're for sure going to win Game Five, as as how I felt about the Bucks. Like it was no, no, no second thoughts with the Bucks winning Game Four, and hey, it actually did become pretty close. But but uh, I had no second thoughts. Like Bucks are absolutely winning Game Four, but I don't feel the Suns are absolutely winning Game Five. But I mean, we'll see if they have to keep if if the Suns if the Bucks are able to keep exploiting. Uh, the Sun's weaknesses and being able to kind of bait them into foul trouble and other, you know, I guess uh, uh, other, other methods of, of achieving victory. Then I, I, uh, I, I don't know. We we could be in for a good game. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Let's move away
2: from the Phoenix Suns and let's look to the winners. Let's look to the, the team that performed. Let's look to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. So uh, initial initial thoughts, Jenner. I'll go. You know, you you've go you've went, been ahead and been a uh, Bucks faithful for, for, for some time now throughout the playoffs. So I'll go ahead and let you uh, talk about your initial thoughts from the Bucks standpoint of the, from the game.
0: I mean, Kendrick Perkins said it. Chris Middleton is the Batman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, but Chris Middleton was balling today, though. No, no fucking way he's the Batman. But 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 um, but he's he's a very very solid you know, Robin. And, and I think that, uh, he showed up today. He was the best. I think he was probably the best player on the floor today, better than Giannis because he was delivering when they needed it when it needed him to, um, I mean you put up a 40 piece, you can't put up a 40 piece and not be arguably the best player on the floor. And he was on the winning side, unlike somebody else who put up a 40 piece and lost the game. So I think that uh, I think that I mean they were just doing their thing, you know, and you didn't see many contributions from it wasn't a distributed contribution like last time. It was more focused on Giannis and 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 Chris Middleton. But well, you still got 13 points from Drew Holiday. You still had, you know, respectable, respectable numbers. I think you had 14 from Brooke Lopez. So you had a little bit more more uh, um, what's the word? It wasn't it wasn't as distributed as game three. Does that make sense? Like what I'm trying to say, yeah. like in game three I think everybody like had double digits. And it wasn't the case here, but you got a forty piece from Chris Middleton and that helped a lot and know and in and, and timely buckets, especially from from uh, Pat Connaughton. I mean, he got a Mike Green bang again, like that's classic. So, so I just, just a good overall team performance, you know, and they really clawed back because they were down pretty much most of the game. I mean, sometimes it was tight, but they were, you know, they were always down three down five, you know, and it was always that, you know, that back and forth, they were consistently playing catch up. And then when D book went out with 10 minutes left, when he picked up his fifth foul, I said, all right, the bucks need to take over now because they're going to have no Devin Booker for at least five, six minutes right and they when Devin Booker came on the Suns were up by five so I was just you know it was just I didn't feel like they took advantage of that but then they went they went on an eight and run eight and no run but someone specific Chris Middleton went on an eight and no run like that's that's why I mean he balled out he definitely deserves to be the player of the game there the Jordan Brand player of the game and uh and yeah, I mean, I just got to say, it was, it was a good overall team performance, but especially great individual performances by Giannis and, and Chris Middleton. Oh, and shout out that block by Giannis too. <laughs>
2: shout, shout out that block by Giannis. Hey Jay Hill, r- real quick before you uh, m- before you get into your your Bucks, uh, breakdown, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Teeth Goblin here who just joined uh, our our Spotify group. You know, they just said hi here on the chat. Hey, you know, Teeth Goblin, we're here talking about this NBA Finals Game 4 uh, game takeaways. Jay Hill's about to take the floor and talk about his uh, Bucks, Bucks takeaway. Jay Hill, what's the deal, baby? Jacob, what's going on? Jacob just joined the, the Spotify room as well. Jacob, what, yeah, what's you know, going on
1: here? We, yeah, you know, what we sa- uh, saw tonight was what Drew Holiday said before game one. And that was that Chris Middleton is the heart of this Milwaukee Bucks team. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is the soul. And that's exactly what we saw tonight. We saw the heart of Chris Middleton uh, down the stretch, hitting big shot after big shot. And then we saw Giannis, the soul of the team, not not really offensively. He didn't have the the night that he had the past two games before, but we saw him, you know, what do great players do? They, If they're not, they're off in some part of their game. They, they find ways to affect the game in other ways. And that's what we saw at the defensive end time after time. Uh, with that block, uh, we saw that huge steal that led to uh, you know, them coming back and the dunk to follow. And then we saw another steal, which led to a basket late in the game as well. Uh, so we saw the, those two of them making great plays uh, throughout, throughout you know, that second half and, and namely that fourth quarter. And then we saw that the role players, mainly uh, Pat Connaughton tonight, you know, plus twenty one on, in the stat, in the stats, and then PJ Tucker hitting a big shots throughout that fourth quarter. So I mean, just just an overall great team effort from from the players who did play. Um, obviously, limited minutes from Brook Lopez, but I mean, Giannis on Kupo with his eight, Giannis with his eight assists. I mean, you love to see it. Uh, that that's what a great great players do. Like I said, and, and Chris Middleton uh are we, we were waiting for that game from him and and we saw we saw his breakout game uh at home tonight in the series so i mean i'm i'm if i'm the suns i'm going back to phoenix like junior said i, I do have the suns winning game 5 but there's a reason for concern the what absolutely. we saw from the bucks and and their you know there's their, their cast their, that that one two punch that's what we saw so absolutely Definitely. absolutely
2: definitely uh just real quick uh again want to give a quick shout out to everyone here that's in our, our our spotify room jacob marcus uh spotify teeth and and nico lee you know excuse me if i if i said your name wrong uh we, we we appreciate everyone all you guys on here man we talking about this uh nba finals uh game four i'm about to talk about my initial bucks uh my my initial buck thoughts man you know We just talked. We just recently wrapped up talking about the Suns. If you guys, if you guys just joined us, and you know, I talked about how I felt that the the game was was won on the defensive end for both the Suns and and the Bucks. It wasn't really until until later in 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 the fourth quarter that uh, offensively I saw both teams really break out. Um, One thing that I I I wanted to, to to bring up. With with you guys and talk to you guys about was it really seemed that the Bucks were really struggling out there with that Suns that that Suns zone you know the, it seemed that 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 the Suns would 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 switch up from man to zone and they would have they would the Bucks would play right into their hands and 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 take and take these these wild jumpers and and we had Giannis and in the first half shoot shoot three threes and and you know to, there's no excuse I don't care how open you are right. The Bucks are open because they want you to take that shot. So there's no excuse to me. Like to me, Giannis taking a three is a terrible shot. Is a terrible shot. Right now it's NBA finals. It's not time to be trying to add things to your bag. It's about doing what doing what you can. The summer, the offseason is when you can add things to your bag. Right now, do what you need to do. and and, and I think that when the Suns pulled out this zone. Against the Bucks, it really shook the Bucks, man. Because in the first in the first half, Giannis was playing a lot, much more, uh, much more off ball, and only had ten points. Uh, to me, you know, I I, I want to ask you guys: How do you guys feel about this Suns uh, zone that that they run on the Bucks? And and how do you feel that
0: the, that the Bucks can break, can break the zone? Let me ask you something really quick before we jump into that. You were talking What's about up? not adding things to your bag. We can all agree that Giannis does not have free throw shooting in his bag. And I thought it was interesting because at the end of the game, you saw he was getting fouled and he was passing the ball off. So he doesn't get shooting fouls. He was, they were taking him out on the sidelines every single time. And I'm really curious about that because sure, you don't want to add things to your bag. but man, you should be getting to the line when you can. They're free throws, you know, and he's at home too. So he's not going to have the crowd counting down or any of that stuff. Um I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that he should have been, you know, passing it off, or do you think he should have, you know, as soon as he feels contact, chuck it up and try to get the shots?
2: I, I, I think, I, I think, you know, Gian, Giannis you never want Giannis at the, you never want Giannis at the free throw line. So you, you want to do as much as you can to avoid him to get to the free throw line. But you know what, man, uh, if we look back to, to, to game three, he didn't have a horrendous uh, performance at, 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 the free throw line. So it, it usually is, you know, when Giannis is home, when people aren't yelling because it, me and Jay Hill, we've, we've talked about this on on multiple occasions. it, it it's, for for Giannis for Ben Simmons it's all mental man it's it's all mental the free throws so I, I I think that if you you never want Giannis shooting a free throw but if you're gonna have him ever shooting a free throw man you want him to be at the at the Pfizer form where. He he, he he's got the people. Yeah, exactly. He's got the fans chilling, man. So, in my opinion, you know, to answer your question, though, if you're if you're on the road, you you want to do as much as you can to avoid Giannis to get to the free throw line. But man, if you're in Pfizer Farm, if you're in, in in how Mike Green likes to call him that, Deer District, baby, you know, if you're over there in that Deer District, you, you, you got to understand that it's a free shot, man. You got to trust Giannis. It's a free That's shot. It's thinking a, literally a free shot. And and if the fans are are rocking behind him and they're quiet and they don't get in his mental. We saw our last game. Giannis can really can, he can knock him down. I guess at the end of the day, guys, it's a free Let's not get shot. ahead of ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. And I'm saying I think he should have been every time that he got fouled, he should have been chucking that ball up and, and and trying to get free throws because you're trading free throws for drawing up a play and having given the Suns an opportunity to draw up a play. So free throws all day.
2: Okay. All right. So. Uh, I I only want to talk about one other thing, you know, uh, that negatively on on the Bucks that I I noticed throughout the game. And again, if you guys have anything else you want to talk about, <clears throat> feel free to you know to go ahead and shout it out. Uh, the, but the first thing I want to talk about on a negative, I mean, at the last thing I want to talk about negative from the Bucks is I I, I saw too many mi- I saw too many miscommunications on that pick and roll on the Bucks defense, man, and and regularly, like you know, I I, I understand, you know, playing. Playing against a, a playing against any NBA team, man, it, it, it's tough, you know, to uh, guard to to guard that pick and roll, especially against such a, a smart pick and roll player like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul has to go down as one of the greatest, you know, players out, out of that pick and roll situation. But right now, the Bucks need to understand that that's literally the Suns' number one weapon. Like that's what the Suns are going to. That's what the Suns are going to, and, and and the Bucks need to be all over that man. The Bucks cannot can, cannot have miscommunications or cannot be cannot uh, miss rotations on these on, on these pick and rolls. And I just saw it way too many times. Did you, did you guys also see that out there, or how do you guys feel about the the Bucks' is a miscommunication on these pick
0: and rolls? Genuinely, I feel that they're they're. They had them obviously in this game, but the thing is it didn't cost them the game, but they need, they do need to obviously be aware of this issue because otherwise come game six or come game five, rather, they're going to be like, oh, there was no problem. Nothing happened. And then just get exposed by it. Right. So the Bucks have been doing a good job of exposing certain things from the Suns. They cannot fall into the same trap on their own. So it's a problem and it didn't bite them this game, but it's something they need to look at. So they, so they don't get bit next game. Jay, hey, how do you, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, just just to highlight what Junior said, um, they they, for the most part, they defended pretty well. Um, they made a lot of reads. We saw a lot of big plays uh, from Giannis. But I mean, yeah, if they're going to trade baskets with Phoenix, uh, that's not that's a good recipe for disaster, especially on the road. So those defi- deficiencies defensively, they have to tighten up because those will be exposed definitely on the road in Phoenix.
2: Okay. Okay. So, do, do you guys have anything that you guys want to add as far as you know that, that negatively that you saw on the on the Bucks end? No. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So let's let's go ahead and jump over to you know the 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 positives on the Bucks and the, the 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 good things that we saw. I, I want to start on the the offensive end. You know, the Bucks really played well. You know, they really they really played as a team and. And as we've been attributing to most for, throughout this uh, podcast, and for those of you guys that are on, on the green room uh, throughout throughout this live stream, we've been attributing multiple times that the Bucks role players really showed up, man. You know, Pat Compton had 11, Brick Lopez had 13, Drew Holiday had a, a, a vital, vital 13, seven and seven. And, you know, they had 22 team assists. So, so they, 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 they really, they really showed up as a team. You know, that, that, that's the number one thing I want to highlight positively you know besides Chris Middleton's 40 point gain on 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 ridiculous on ridiculous uh field goal percentage and on ridiculous three point percentage man so is there anything that you guys saw that you guys you know want to highlight besides you know the obvious of Chris Middleton of uh positives from the bucks end no i
1: mean yeah. I th- go ahead Jahil. yeah one thing that jumps out right right away um for the bucks is is getting to the the way that they got to the free throw line uh, they obviously, they shot, um, seven for 29 from the three point line, but getting to the free throw line, they realized that wasn't working for them, especially late in the game. And, uh, obviously there was two timely threes, um, from Connaughton and, uh, PJ, PJ Tucker, but what we saw them doing down the stretch was getting to the free throw line. Uh, Giannis should have had the confidence to shoot those free throws, but, for the rest of the way, I mean, 82%, uh, 24 for 29 at the free throw line, that's a great percentage. And I think uh, that can only help them, especially on the road, shooting those, uh, shooting those free throws. And funny, oddly enough, obviously Junior and I thought that, you know, the Suns were getting favorable calls uh, from from terms of fouls, but they only shot 19 free throws to the Bucks 29. So that's, that's a bit of a discrepancy there, uh, you know, of 10 free throws. So that's a big, you know, key for the, for the bucks offensively.
0: Yeah. I think what the Suns calls was more the timing and the magnitude of them. Right. And like Booker not getting his sixth foul with four and a half minutes to go is incredibly helpful to them. So I think it's more, more, more of the timing of those, of those calls. But I mean, as far as me touching on the positives of the Suns, you know, I've kind of, of the bucks rather, I you know I've, I've touched on some of them already and I, and I, you just kind of stand by that. I think it was a good team performance overall, but topped off with a great individual performance by 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 Drew Holiday and a pretty good performance by Young and a huge block at the end, right on on DeAndre Aiden. So it's just I let's say they both had very very good games.
2: Okay, definitely. So you know, as we wrap up here with the with the Bucks and as we did with the Suns, let let me ask you guys. You know, again, you guys can go on, go ahead, and feel free to go into a long elaborate. <clears throat> response or a couple of a couple of things that you feel that the Bucks should focus on, you know, coming into the, cu- coming into this game five. Uh, I, I can go ahead and and, uh, and kick it off for us. You know, the number one thing that I think that they should focus on is definitely, you know, Junior, like how you mentioned, uh, nip that at, nip that that pick and roll miscommunication problem at the bud, man. Because you just realistically can't expect a great uh, Hall of Famer point guard like Chris Paul to have another five turnover game. You can't expect him to have another eight, you know, a, a, another eight point game. And I think that's The Bucks need to just continue to play as a team, man. You know, play as a team and and continue to get huge contribute contribute contributions or whatever however you said that word from the 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 role players. You know, from 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 players like Brooke, from players like Pat Connaughton and 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 Drew and Drew Holiday. So Junior Jay Hill, what do you guys feel is is the you know the the number one way for 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 the, the number one thing that the Bucks should focus on coming into Game Five? Uh,
1: yeah, key... go
0: ahead, Jahl. You got it.
1: Uh, for for the Bucks, I think uh, definitely it's keeping the turnovers down. Uh, I already mentioned the free throws. Keep getting to the free throw line. Uh, don't live or uh, live or die by three, and is keeping those turnovers. Especially, it's great that they did that at home tonight. But if they can do that same, repeat that same effort at on the road, um, that's a winning recipe right there, right away, and. You know, if they continue to get to the paint, draw those fouls, Giannis keeps drawing those fouls and looking to dish when, you know, he feels that he's stressed and won't be able to get a good shot off at the rim, which we saw him doing in the second half, getting his teammates involved, giving that confidence to the role players, especially on the road. Uh, That would be a key, key uh, factor for them being able to come away, come back to uh, Milwaukee with three
0: Man, that'd be huge. And I mean, not nah, Jay Hill hit it like that's it that, that, that they need that confidence. They need to be able to get, you know, solid contributions from their players. And, you know, one thing to, I guess to add on top of that is just continuing to exploit, you know, whatever it is. A weakness, quote unquote, from the Suns and continue to exploit that so far, we've noticed, you know, it's neutralized DeAndre Aiden, keep their stars in foul trouble, you know, and it's and there could be something new that we don't even know that happens, you know, next time, but it's just kind of exploiting that force Chris Paul into turnovers, things, things of the sort, you know, force them to have to go to campaign. Because you know, campaign's not going to give you what Chris Paul gives you, right? Force them to have to use, you know, more of the bench players, because they use three today, right? So, so it's just kind of forcing them into situations that they're not, you know, comfortable in. Because I mean, the Bucks have been on top of the East. Like I said this before we even started the playoffs, they've been on top of the East for what, the past three years as in like they have been the best team during the regular season but they haven't done much in the playoffs so they have experience being there and the suns I mean it's all it's all new to them you know what i mean so there's there's going to be some things that as far as inexperience that that i think the suns might trip up on and it's up to you know bolton Hoser and the bucks to be able to, to exploit that and take advantage of that interesting enough though nobody in this on either roster has been to the finals except for jay crowder so that's pretty interesting this is actually we're going to get very very like all new winners I mean actually nobody's won a final that's playing, actually because your crowd lost because he was only in it last year. So it's it's uh, it's actually interesting to see. But uh, but anyway, yeah, it's just about exploiting, you know, whether the fact that the Suns are not only inexperienced in this position, but they're a young team, right? Like D book is 25, I think, 24, 25. DeAndre Aiden is probably like 23. I mean it's only really CP3 that's got that experience, but then again, on the Bucks. It's not like they're also overflowing with experience, right? I mean, I think probably e. Brooke Lopez is their uh is their most experienced player. And he's what, what kind of you know the experience he has, I think mean, I don't know, you know, it's winning 30 games a season with the Lakers. So it's not quite like being in the NBA finals. So I, I do I do think that it's up to the Bucs to try to exploit as much as they can out of the Suns. And the Suns will be looking into the same thing
2: definitely definitely man so you know i uh i'm 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 happy that you know we all got our takeaways here that that we think that both the suns and the bucks should should, should really look forward to and and i'm i'm happy you know we were able to just have this, this great conversation to talk about talk about this game 4 and i'm i'm really looking forward to this game 5 man i i i'm i'm interested uh all, all of us have have suns winning this game 5 correct yeah, I mean yeah, the confidence okay. level I got is debatable,
0: coming. but I do have the Suns winning it. I got okay. the Suns coming back home.
2: Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right, so we all got the we all got the Suns taking it back home. So, you know what, man? Uh, I think this is a good place for us to go ahead and, and you know and and go ahead and end this podcast. Uh, but before we go ahead and end, it, I do want to open up the floor to everyone on in the Spotify and Green Room chat right now. We do have Mark, we do have Marcus, uh, Oscar, John, Danny, and uh, Yank. Yannick Yannick I you know I don't know if I mispronounced your name uh if you guys want to go ahead and uh um write any questions that you guys have for us regarding the NBA regarding the playoffs if you guys want to go ahead and just add it into the uh, into the chat and we will go ahead and, and and answer your questions freely so we'll go ahead and open up the floor for you guys if you guys want to do that hey uh, hey Lakers uh we we'll, uh we That's have just we've just, we've just opened up the floor Lakers uh, for any questions. So uh, if you could please uh, uh, hit the chat and write any questions that you have about this NBA finals game Four takeaways, or any questions that you have about uh, the NBA season that, that that's been going on so far. So um, appreciate it. If any, any of you guys could ju- go ahead and drop a question there. And if you guys don't have any questions, then uh, we'll go, then we, we will, we'll wait a little bit, but, uh, we we still got our our guest of player episode to get to man. <laughs> so, well, we can get to that.
0: We can get to that, and if the questions come in, we can get to the questions too. But, okay,
2: okay, um, okay. Here, J- Jenner, do you want to go ahead and and check that out? Uh, check that out. What what Lakers champ just
0: said to us in the in the group chat? Yeah, he just said career forty point games in the NBA Finals and dropped some stats. It's actually pretty interesting. Middleton's got one in four games. Around one in 15 games. I mean, I haven't listed all, all off, but yeah, pretty interesting. Kobe's got one. Yeah. I mean, Middleton was doing work, man. Middleton was doing work today. And that's pretty awesome. I wonder how many book he has because. Yeah.
1: I mean. Well, like. Wait, wait. That's, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a big Absolutely.
0: company. Uh,
1: that's a yeah, big company. Absolutely. That's something something. definitely something about right?
0: Giannis has got at least two, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Giannis has got yeah, two. Giannis got has two, got two this, this year. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the only
0: finals he's been to.
1: So Giannis and, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. Giannis at two. That's okay. interesting. Man. I mean, that's crazy. he book tonight. D-book tonight. D-book
2: tonight D-book on that one. L. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I, I, we, we we appreciate hey, but that, yeah, No, uh... he said it was about Middleton. but
1: that's yeah, true. Middleton did his
0: thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, okay. Middleton, this thing tonight. We'll see if he's yeah. going to be able to keep that up, though, because I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, you know. It's Middleton
1: absolutely true, yeah. If Middleton food. doesn't have that ending to the fourth, they don't win that game. So absolutely that's, not that's carry that.
0: Best player for sure. Best player on this game for sure. Not even close. Better than D-Book, too. Hey, we've been saying Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, the closer. Yes, sir. Chris hey, but he, he needs to get a couple of bangs from, uh, from Mike Breen, like Pat Connaughton. <laughs> we need eight lakers champs men see if you can get us a bang statistics here how many bangs uh because he's got to stuff he's got to be steph curry range by now because i know steph curry is responsible for a couple of them Probably I mean, the mm-hmm. most iconic ones
2: definitely the most iconic ones yeah okay okay so um so so guys again if for those of you guys that are that, that are in the, in in the green room um who oh oh danny asked us a question here who do who do we got in game five danny uh we all we all have uh sons Jen, just want to confirm, yeah. my guys here
1: barely I do yeah the sons, sons, sons so all the confident. way going back home but I do, no yeah. no repeat performance from cp i got we got sons
2: oh sons in seven lakers champ that's, that's, that's how you feeling. <laughs>
0: Man, okay. I got I got I got to st- I got to stick with I got to stick with my guns. I still got Bucks and Seven. Bucks and CP3 for MVP. Okay, CP3 that's a will take. Okay. Y- you know what guys, uh, uh and, and you know Lakers
2: champ and 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 my guys over here Jay Hill and Jenner, we we definitely got to get a um uh, MVP a Finals MVP race uh episode up, you know, for the fans. So that 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 that'll be a definitely, you know, some that we could we could talk about um for everyone here on the, on, on the Spotify groom. Uh, if you guys are on social you you're on uh, Instagram or on TikTok or on Twitter, make sure to go follow us. It's at clutch talk one at clutch talk. And the number one uh, we are where dropping episode updates and, and everything on there. Again, uh, I'll, the floor is open for any questions here. If you guys want to ask any questions here in the green room, but uh, if you guys do go ahead and just, just hit, hit the group chat in the meantime, We we can get to our round one of the guest of player trivia, unless any fans, you know, Marcus, uh, Oscar, John and Danny, unless you guys have any other questions, the floor is still open. So uh, go ahead and uh, it's
0: always going to be open. We're going to do our segments here, but it's always going to be open. If you guys have any questions, we appreciate you guys staying on. Um, So absolutely. You know, if I have any questions, ask away.
2: Yes, yes. All right. All right. Hey, Jay Hill, you ready to retire it up? Let's go. Yeah. Redemption
0: time. 2-1 right now, though. <laughs> oh, my guys, I've been you thinking about back. this
2: all day, y'all. Y'all have no idea uh, for real. All right, let's do this, y'all. All right. You want to explain them the
0: trivia real quick, John?
2: Oh, yes, yes. Let me let, let, let me explain the trivia um, for everyone in the in Spotify room and, and anyone who did not listen to our our, our last podcast in our last podcast. Um, we we introduces our new closing segment called guest the player where I list uh, I list a couple of uh, achievements and accomplishments and or, or teams that 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 this player has has played for. And, and I, I list them and I tell them what year it, it, it happens. Uh, not every Every time I tell them what year, because sometimes that gives it right away. And they basically have to guess who is the player. And there's three players. So you gotta there's gotta be a winner each week. And last last week, Jenner took home the dub uh on a very controversial call. But we're what? (laughs) We're We're
1: facing McGrady? Very no, no, no.
2: That that first call, uh, oh, Jake Hill, no, a little controversial about that one, but it's okay. Jenner took the took took uh, the win on last week. So Jenner, are you? Do you think you're going to take this week's uh, win or absolutely. what?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Let's do this.
2: All right, let's see, let's see, man. So
1: nah, we ready for redemption time.
0: Welcome
2: everyone uh, in Spotify, Groom and uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. We love you guys, man. Welcome to our closing segment, Guess the Player. All right, guys. This Our first player is a five-time champion. He is a – oh, sorry. you all, uh, My guys know this. Jay Hill and Jenner know this, but everyone that's listening, you only have two – my guys only have two guesses. You can't just keep guessing. Okay. Two guesses, okay. and then that's mm-hmm. over. All right, the first player is a five-time champion. He's a two-time MVP He's a three Maddie time. Johnson. Nope. Junior, you got one chance left. All right. He is a three-time finals MVP. He's a 15-time. So I get guess next,
1: right? What? I get my guess before Junior gets his second, right?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I we have never instated in a rule about when the guesses go, but it, it yes, we can, we can, we can, we can instate that rule. We can nah, instate that then rule.
1: I would've got the Westbrook one last, last
2: episode. Okay. 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 L- l- let's, let's instate that rule. I like that rule. I like that rule. You, you, you get one before junior gets one. Junior just did his,
0: but in mm-hmm. the same round.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, that's just, true. I, that's true. Cause, cause if, cause if he, I he don't can don't give you, I'm going to give you more hints. It The same round that junior g- gives one up. You, you got to give go. one up Jay.
0: No, he doesn't have to, but like, but when a new round starts, like, I can't say like Magic Johnson and say Kareem right after, right? Like, right. I got like, to say like Magic Johnson and then you get a shot. And then if you don't say nothing, then we move on to another round and then anybody can talk again.
2: Nah, guys, nah, 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 nah. guys, guys. That, nah, because that's, that's I, I did that
1: last time. time. I did that last time. time. time like
0: James Harden and then you're like Russell Westbrook.
1: Okay. Okay. I got you.
2: No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, the the, the, right. the way we run it, the way we run it is, you get a guess, you, you, you get a guess, and then you you only get two guesses. You only get two guesses. Yeah. Go, uh, you can you, you can you can you can shout them out, but you only get two guesses. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. You can okay. shout
2: them okay. out as you go. You can say you can say both right and right after each other, but you only get two guesses. Okay. But okay. but, but, but it, now can I guess? Jay Hill. Last, last time we didn't. We last time we didn't didn't know we were getting two guesses. When we did the Westbrook one.
0: So, can I guess now? Or do I have to wait wow. for Jacob?
1: Okay. No, so, you could guess. You could guess. So, we like the rest right now. We like. Oh, we put, we that's good. crazy. That's Jay. Six foul. We didn't see it. We didn't see it. All right. All right. That's good. That's crazy. I don't need it.
2: Hey Toby, uh, just join the Spotify room. Where we the the floor is open up for any questions here uh, about the NBA Finals. Hey Dylan, uh, just join Spotify Groom. The floor is open for any questions here. We're uh, our clo- doing our closing segment here on the podcast called called Guess the Player. Uh, go, right. Let's get, let's get back to it. I'm going to start this player over. Junior, you you've already said one though. Okay, yeah, Got it. okay. Let's do this. I'm starting it over for that for this All first right. player. He's a five time champion. He's a two time NBA MVP. Tim yes jay for
0: the next guest right no
2: you you just say it yeah (laughs) okay okay next player next player our next player is a nba scoring leader of in the year of 2013 he's a 10-time nba all-star kevin durant no junior you only got one guest left
0: all right all right hold on so before before you keep going I can't say nothing else now. When you give the next guess, can I talk or is it do I have to wait for Jay Hill?
1: Yeah, we can okay. you can talk. You can in, in
2: in in my yeah in the in the rule yeah, book that I it. I have. You can just yeah. say it. You can you can waste okay. yours right in the first one or in the last one. It's up to okay. you.
0: Okay, but I only okay. have one more guess.
2: You only have one more guess, and Jay Hill still got has it. two more guesses. Got it. He's a he's he's won gold three times in the Olympics.
1: Carmelo Anthony. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir.
0: J dialed in on that one. I, hey, I knew. Hey, I. Junior, I'm not That's gonna fair. lie to you. I knew J
2: Hill was gonna get this one. I knew J Hill because if I if if we didn't get it on that, I was gonna say he's a 2003 NCAA champion. And I knew you weren't gonna know that, you know, I knew J Hill would have hey. known that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. All right, so it's one one. This all is right. the last player. Okay. I want to make rules absolutely clear, guys. Okay, look, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna say when this guy was drafted. I'm gonna talk about the team that he went to, okay. And then I'm gonna talk about the team. Well, I'm gonna tell you the team he went to, he got drafted to, the team he got traded to, and I'm gonna tell you some accolades. Okay, I'm telling you right now. Everyone gets two guesses. You can shout a guess whenever you want. Ain't no rules. If you want to say freaking Michael Jordan, LeBron James right away, go ahead. But that's, okay. and then you can't guess anymore. And the other player can wait all the hints and guess. So yeah. play as you wish. That's the rules. Okay. okay. Here it is. It. Here's the final player. Okay. Hey, Ed, uh, just want to open up the, uh, open up the floor. This is our uh, last closing, uh, closing segment here on the, uh, on the, on Clutch Talk podcast. Uh, We're doing a guest, a player, but Ed just want to let you know the floor is open for any questions you got here for the NBA. Last player, guys, let's go ahead and get into this. Okay. He was drafted in 85. He was the first round fifth pick to the 76ers. And then he got traded to the Houston Rockets. He's an 11-time NBA All-Star. Charles Barkley? Yes. Jay. <laughs> hey, yes, I explained. <laughs> Jay, now you down 2-0 now, Jay. Man. <laughs> Jay, you down 2-0 right now in the week. <laughs> Junior, Junior just took <laughs> both weeks.
1: Man. Over man you know
0: as soon as you said as soon as you said Sixers I was like okay it's probably Charles Barkley but and then you said Houston because Rock- if, if it wasn't Charles Barkley bro, I probably would not have known <laughs> man that's crazy so Junior takes home
2: the first two weeks of of, of guest player Jay Hill man I'm not gonna lie you got some catching up to do Jay Hill um I still believe in you though, Jay. Don't let Jenner, don't let Jenner take this take this dub two weeks in a row.
1: Nah, it's all good. I mean, we're gonna bounce back. We got uh, we got the, you know, favors not in, in our in our balance. Um, questionable cause, but we'll, we'll deal with that. We're, we're not gonna let the rest or anything anyone determine. Outcome I just got the the
0: uh, <laughs> interview. You know the Shack interview. We, get, we just gotta, I don't give a shit. We just gotta <laughs> roll with
1: the punches, right? So. <laughs> So yeah, oh we gotta come back, though. gotta come back. I'm not worried. All
2: right, Jay. I'm hey Jay. I'm I i, I, I want to see it. So guys, um this was this was the NBA finals uh game four takeaways. Uh for everyone that is in our Spotify room Marcus, John, Danny, and uh uh Bopi. Uh you know, I believe I believe that's your name from Mispronun- mispronouncing and I'm, I'm sorry about that uh i want to thank all of you guys you know that 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 has been in the spotify group this has been very 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 fun uh for all you guys uh that just that are in the spotify room and can uh, just joining uh, appreciate everyone pr- appreciate everyone here joining make sure you guys go follow us uh on instagram on twitter and and tiktok it is at clutch talk one uh, we, we we post all episode updates on there when we're gonna drop episodes oh nba trivia and all that maybe jay hill can go study some nba trivia because now he's down 2-0 in in the guest of player man but uh but anyway everyone in the
0: spotify room man thank you guys very much jinder and jay hill you guys got any last words for the fans no nah, i just appreciate everybody coming on staying on I give a, a big shout out to uh, to Marcus, John, and Danny. They've been on for a long, long time, so appreciate you all being on. And uh, and for Ken too for jumping on. So appreciate everybody. And um, yeah, I mean, just thank you all. And excited to you know get look for looking forward to Game Five now.
2: Man, looking forward. Jay Hill, you got any last words for the, for the fans?
1: Yeah, uh, thanks everyone for coming on. Uh, this was great, and obviously. In terms of the series, we're going back to, to Phoenix 2-2. Uh, this is a huge game coming up, so I'm excited for that, man. Whoever takes that decisive game five, we always look at that game five. It's the, one of the most important in the series because it's a 2-2, especially in a 2-2 series. So, uh, yeah, look, just looking forward to that, man, and, and seeing who steps up for each team and will those role players step up on, on the road uh, for the Bucks? Who can win that? Will the Bucks be the first team to win? on the road or where the Suns, you know, take care of business on on their home court. We'll see. We'll man, see what we,
2: we will see, man. This game five is definitely going to be one to watch. So as always, everyone, while everyone listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whether you're tuned in on YouTube, man, thank you guys very much. We love and appreciate every single one of you guys all of you guys on Spotify Green. We appreciate all of you guys. And for future episodes, we will always be on Spotify I agree, So get at us. It is at Clutch Talk. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave us a ranking on, on Apple Podcast. We love you guys. And I'm just so excited for this NBA finals game five, baby. So that's it. We out of y'all. Clutch talk out.
1: After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts, nobody helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.